Today, in episode 11 of our show, we bring you an encampment special, guest interviews about the week-long summer event, and stories about their experiences. You are listening to Squawk Talk Radio, your source for the Lynchburg Cap Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Squawk Talk Radio. I am Cadet Lieutenant Colonel John Sharp, and yes, I am back. Last episode was several weeks ago, and I had Cadet Major Matthew Bell step in and host the episode. I'm very glad to be back and ready to produce more Squawk Talk. Not only that, but just last month was Virginia Wing Encampment, which is this week's topic of conversation. Without wasting any more time, I want to jump right into today's episode and begin with our first segment. Ladies and gentlemen, our first interview of this episode will be with a cadet from our squadron who served as a flight commander at Virginia Wing Encampment this year. Thank you for joining us, Lieutenant Grutz. I am Cadet First Lieutenant Christian Grutz. I had the privilege of serving as Charlie Flight Commander, Squadron 1, at Encampment 2018. So I have a question about that. So obviously, uh, last year, in 2017, you served on Support Cadre in kind of a role as a DSO, and I know that your experience was very different from this year where you served in a line cadre position. What was that transition like? So last year, um, as a dining services officer, I really got to... Uh, work deeply within the background of encampment and not really directly influence the students but to still serve them in a way that affected me deeply so absolutely so what was your experience like at encampment this year um, as a flight commander and kind of training cadets so this year again as a flight commander I was not as direct on as I'm used to uh, I've been a flight sergeant in the past, so that's what I'm used to. And But as a flight commander, we have the more opportunities to s- step back and uh, observe a larger picture of the flight, which is something I really love to do. I love observing people and seeing reactions to different situations. Uh, and that just really helped me to understand people better, to try to understand how people think and act. And my only hope is that I was able to affect all of my students in Charlie Flight in a way that they will never, never, ever get again. On that note, what were some of the lessons that you think you learned, or at least one of the most valuable lessons you learned as a flight commander this year um, as the week progressed? Because obviously different days are different experiences, and a lot of times some days are more stressful than others. Um, It can really take a toll on you both mentally and physically uh, as you go throughout the week. What was some of the biggest lessons that you learned throughout the week that you took away at the end of the year thinking, that is something that I'll remember and will take away for the rest of my life? So... Again, as I said earlier, I've been a flight sergeant in the past, and this year I really had to learn how to step back and let my flight sergeant lead. I'm definitely more of a hands-on person. I like observing, as I said before, but I'm I'm more of a hit-the-line, on-site kind of person. Um, So just to help the flight sergeant lead more and become a better leader himself, and also flexibility with schedules and with reactions to something. If you're always uh, stressed out because you have a schedule and people aren't sticking to the schedule, you're not going to get very far in uh, an organization or an event like encampment. Absolutely. Now, obviously, you talked briefly earlier in this interview about 
the impact that you had on the students and that kind of being part of your favorite part of encampment, um, just being able to be a staff member and impacting those students' lives. Um, but I do want to ask kind of a follow-up fun question, and that was, what is your favorite activity at encampment to date, whether that be from your student year uh, to the present? What has been your favorite activity, that being leadership reaction course, aerosol course, or any of those kind of physical activities that you get to partake in as either staff or as a student? Personally, for me, it was um, either the rappel wall or the leadership reaction course. I just, I really enjoyed those things. So... All right, fantastic. Well, thank you very much again for joining us, Lieutenant Groots. For all those listening at home, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Since 1941, ordinary American citizens have been serving their communities nationwide as a member of the Civil Air Patrol, the official auxiliary of the United States Air Force. Answering the call to volunteer nationwide with 1,500 squadrons across 52 wings and our pilots flying more than 112,000 hours annually. And you can answer the call to volunteer. Become an everyday hero every day. As a member of the Civil Air Patrol, find a unit near you at GoCivilAirPatrol.com. All right, for our second interview of the episode, I am here with Cadet Second Lieutenant Noah Abate. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about his encampment experience. How are you doing, Lieutenant Abate? I'm doing outstanding, sir. All right, so this was your first year on staff for Virginia Wing Encampment, or any encampment for that matter, and you were also a flight commander. We just got done talking with um, Cadet Second Lieutenant Christian Gruz, and he served as a flight commander in Squadron 1, but you served as a flight commander in Squadron 4. Tell us a little bit about your experience this year at encampment. Well, it was definitely a lot different from my student year. I absolutely loved it. Um, There's a whole bunch of new leadership skills that I personally learned. I learned the power of delegation um, to a flight sergeant. Um, I also learned how to work with a team, always being flexible, Semper Gumby. Um, And ultimately, it was just a fantastic time. Got to do a whole bunch of new different things from last year. Um, Got to do some of the same things. Um, But overall, Encampment was an outstanding, outstanding week. So how was your team that you worked with during encampment? I know that you ended up actually working with another member from our squadron, uh, our first sergeant here, uh, First Sergeant Glass. He was also the first sergeant of Squadron 4, and you were a flight commander in Squadron 4. So that's obviously an interesting staff relationship there, uh, the professional relationship there at encampment. But how was some of your other staff interactions there? Uh, So we had a few different um, flight commanders and flight sergeants um, that we communicated with. Overall, um, our squadron didn't have any problems. We communicated effectively, worked together professionally, and did everything. We did our job as a team. Um, My squadron commander, uh, Cadet Captain Roos, um, was a great squadron commander. He knew exactly what was going on, knew what to tell us, and we carried out our tasks to the best of our ability. So overall... Um, our interactions with our flight sergeants, our squadron commander, first sergeant, and the other flight commanders um, was was great. We didn't have any issues. What would you say one lesson you learned was? I mean, obviously, there's a variety of little smaller lessons that you learn along the way throughout the week. But what would you say there was the big lesson that you learned uh, throughout the duration of encampment, one that you could probably take away uh, for the rest of your life? I'd say probably the biggest lesson is to always be flexible, always be flexible. Um, There are certain things in your life um, where you're going to have to be flexible. You're going to have to change things up, and and things will change on you um, all of a sudden, and you have to figure out ways to sort of combat that and sort of um, come back and try to solve the problem. Um, Definitely, as cadre, you'll find out that things change quite often, so... Definitely um, be prepared to change if the schedule changes or if you have to your, uh, yourself change what you're doing. Um, definitely um, keep that in mind. 
And last but certainly not least, what was your favorite activity from your student year until present uh, that you took place in at encampment? I know that part of the glory and the enjoyment of uh, being a cadre member is being able to see your, or at least a line cadre member that is, is seeing the students grow, uh, the students that you directly mentor. That's probably one of the most rewarding experiences at encampment. But on the fun side of things, what was your favorite activity? This could be the air assault course, the rappel tower, you name it. What, what do you think your favorite was? I definitely, um, in the first, my first year, I loved MEPS, which was the tanks where you got to climb inside and outside the tanks. But I think my favorite activity this year was probably the rappel tower, um, going up and uh, going down the rappel tower. It was definitely a very interesting environment. Um, the army people, um, there that helped us out showing us all the, uh, the tips and tricks on how to do rappelling and showed us how to properly do it was great. Um, definitely a little bit more of an intense environment, um, cause honestly, they had need to make sure that everybody was safe. Um, but going down that 60-foot wall was definitely something different, and I really, really thought it was uh, it was awesome. So that was probably my favorite part about encampment. Do you think you'll be back at encampment next year? Definitely. Um, I'll try to go back uh, maybe as a squadron commander or maybe a flight commander again. I really did like my position. Um, we will see what life holds, and uh, overall, I would definitely go back. All right. Thank you again for joining with us, Lieutenant Abate, and I'm sure we'll be talking to you again very shortly. All right, so we just got done talking to two flight commanders at Virginia Wing Encampment, one of which was Cadet First Lieutenant Christian Grutz, the other of which being Cadet Second Lieutenant Noah Abate. But I would be remiss if we did not do the exercise of the month. So with that being said, First Sergeant, I turn it over to you. Good evening, cadets. This is First Sergeant Glass, and today I'm going to be talking about the exercise of the month, which is the diamond push-up. The diamond push-up exercises the entirety of the arms, uh, but it puts emphasis on the tricep and forearms, making it a much harder push-up than the regular push-up. It's a two-count exercise, and it starts in the leaning rest position. Put both of your hands together and form a diamond in between the two hands with your palms facing down. Then go down and then push back up. It's a much more difficult exercise than the regular push-up, and it's mostly for those who are looking for a bigger challenge. All right, have fun. Ladies and gentlemen, that mostly completes our episode, but we have just a couple more things to do. First is our weekly aerospace trivia. Since last episode ended up being literally more than a month ago, and since it was hosted by our very own Cadet Major Bell, I unfortunately do not know the name of the winner of last episode's trivia question. I do, however, know the answer to the question. The question was, how many engines did the Howard Hughes H-4 Hercules, aka the Spruce Goose, have? The correct answer is eight engines. Congratulations to those who answered the question correctly. Now for this week's question. The question is, what was the name of the first ever weather satellite and what day did it become operational? You all know the drill. If you know the correct answer, be sure to be the first one to send it to me at john.sharp at vawg.cap.gov to ensure you get a shout out next week. All right, it's time for our weekly attendance report, and it is as follows. Alpha received 100% accountability, Bravo had one no report, Charlie had two no reports, Oscar had one no report, and Tango received 100% accountability. Normally, I'd be all like, everyone, we need to do better on our attendance records. But this week, I can't exactly do that. This week, I was the one no report for Oscar flight. It just goes to show how easy it is to forget, and that everyone is responsible for sending their own attendance even if you're a cadet officer. 
Since I have no further announcements or any other updates at this time, that concludes this week's episode. Squawk Talk Radio is a production of the Lynchburg Cat Public Affairs Team and is made possible by Lynchburg CAP. To find out more about who we are, what we do, and how to get involved, visit lynchburgcap.com. We will be back next week, but until then, remember to stay positive, continue to strive for excellence, and keep those uniforms crispy. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Squawk Talk Radio.